Welcome to Smart Creation, the podcast, an invitation to explore the potential of sustainable fashion. Every other Wednesday, Adrian, your host, talks to key players in the fashion industry to discover new products and understand the challenges behind offering more responsible fashion and learn the solution available today. This podcast is brought to you by Première Vision, the leading event organizer for fashion professionals. To find out more, go to www.premiervision.com. Discover and enjoy. Hello, everybody. Thank you very much for listening Smart Creation, the podcast. Today, we are with Guido Dili. He is in charge of communication and sustainability of the Grupo Dani. Hello, Guido. Hello, Adrian. How are you? Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you, too. Uh, could you please introduce yourself? And your company, okay. please. Okay. As uh, you said before, my, I'm uh, responsible for sustainability and uh, communication within Dani. That means that I'm in charge of uh, environmental matters, safety on works matters, and uh, environmental uh, labels and uh, the sustainability report. As to Dani, uh, Dani is uh, an Italian uh, tannery. Uh, established in uh, 1950, so almost 70 years old, and uh, it is based in Arzignano, uh, near Venice, and it processes uh, leather for a wide range of application, upholstery, leather bags, automotive, transportation, shoes, and so on. Great. Perfect. Thank you so much. Um, what does sustainable fashion means according to you? Uh, well, in our, uh, we believe that sustainability can be uh, a framework to manage uh, um, a firm. That means that uh, we should consider not only economic uh, uh, questions when we um, plan strategies, when we uh, plan investments, when we make operations, but also social and environmental impacts of uh, uh, our uh, decision. So the, uh, the idea and let's say the uh, long-term goal is uh, that Dani should be able to consider these uh, three areas in the same time. Okay, perfect. And you... I mean, when, when we open your, your website, uh, we can read um, Danny Sustainable Lever. Um, since when you, you called yourself uh, Sustainable Lever? And uh, what has been the Eureka moment when you, you decided in your company to, to, to say, okay, let's go, let's go now. We need to go sustainable and we need to plan um, our strategy according to this, uh, to this philosophy. Uh, uh, we started this approach, let's say, 10 years ago. And uh, because uh, we, we believe that uh, this kind uh, of strategy that we call sustainability is uh, the right way to survive and develop uh, the firm in the long term. And uh, I believe that uh, there, uh, there wasn't a sort of uh, eureka moment but I prefer to consider sustainability as a journey that we started uh, 10 years ago, starting with uh, research projects uh, to reduce uh, um, 
natural resources consumption uh, to measure our um, impact through the whole life cycle. And then uh, we added uh, uh, some other um, activities uh, such as the uh, environmental safety on work uh, management system, quality, uh, other environmental level and so on. So when we, uh, when we think about sustainability, the, I think, uh, uh, I think it, I consider it as a journey that we do with other people that, uh, in a te- technical way are called uh, stakeholders, but it, that means, uh, customers, suppliers, people that work in Dani, people that live in the area Dani is uh, established uh, and so on. Hmm. Um, you know, when we read um, sustainable and lever, it's it's uh, it's a bit conflicting and antagonistic uh, in the heads of a lot of people. Um, what do you say to the people who are saying that lever cannot be sustainable? Uh, well, I consider that uh, leather is a sustainable product and a sustainable industry. You should consider that uh, we process a byproduct of. Uh, another sector, the uh, meat uh, sector or the diary sector. So we process uh, a byproduct. And uh, this is the reason why I consider that uh, uh, the leather sector, from uh, an historical perspective, is a proactive agent in the framework of a circular economy. Also, we uh, have uh, within our process uh, Uh, lots of byproducts, and this kind of products are also recovered and used as a component of a biostimulant, uh, as a component of a fertilizer, as a component of uh, some materials used in uh, building a sector, and so on. So, uh, when uh, uh, we talk to people uh, that are outside of uh, our sector, I ask them to consider the origin of this sector. That is, uh, give value to give value to a, a byproduct of another sector. If uh, the leather sector uh, shouldn't uh, exist, uh, most of leather should be put in a disposal. And uh, all for it happened in during the, the, uh, the years. And sometimes in these days, you can see some videos where you see uh, raw hides that are put in a disposal because there is no possibility to work them, to process them. Excellent. Thank you very much. Um, I've got another question. You know, what is the difference between uh, conventional products uh, or conventional lever and a sustainable lever? Uh, I say that from uh, our perspective, there is not a, uh, there isn't specific differences because if we consider sustainability as uh, an idea, as a concept to manage uh, an, uh, a firm, that means that even if you uh, process leather that is chrome tanned, even if you uh, process leather that is uh, uh, tanned uh, with other tanning agents that are, uh, let's say, uh, heavy metal free. Uh, you uh, use the same approach, that is, to uh, save resources, to uh, to recover uh, by products, 
to uh, to enhance the, the uh, training uh, the quality of people through training. So um, it is. Uh, uh, it is not correct uh, he consider uh, sustainable something bec- uh, an article because it is made without chrome uh, it is a very uh, strict uh, vision of sustainability i consider sustainability as a global approach to manage a firm and within dani we are able to offer chrome tanned leather uh, Chrome-free trained leather, heavy metal, heavy metal-free uh, leather, but they are a range of products that are made with the same attention to environment and to people. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was it was the Première Vision uh, a few weeks ago. Now, uh, what what the group of then? Did present to uh, to Premier Vision this year. What was the, the new collection? Can you can you dis- tell us a little bit about uh, about this new collection? Okay, we uh, presented some uh, new collection that uh, are based on uh, new technologies that are uh, based on uh, heavy metal free tanning agents, uh, and uh, these are uh, free for articles. Uh, I, let's say Paros uh, was one of them. Also, we uh, make some improvements in some of uh, our typical uh, products, uh, such as uh, some aniline. Uh, an article I like really much is called Aquario. It is an aniline, and when you touch it, uh, when you see it, the uh, feelings it is able to, uh, to transmit, uh, it's uh, really... Uh, Unique, and this is the beauty of uh, of leather. Great. Um, what is your favorite one of uh, of of over the collection of uh, Danny? Uh, Aquario, because it is uh, it is a very natural leather. It is uh, tanned, uh, dyed, dried, and it's ready. And so you can uh, appreciate uh, the softness, uh, the uh, irregularities, uh, the uh, some uh, uh, correct natural characteristics of leather, such as uh, some wrinkles that uh, tra- that are able to communicate uh, what leather is uh, in the uh, most natural way uh, when it is processed without the finishing. We can say that. It is uh, an article which uh, which uh, has not a specific uh, mechanical or light fastness uh, properties, but it, this is the uh, characteristics of uh, aniline letters. Okay. Um, could you tell us, uh, explain us a little bit more, uh, where did you source your, your raw material, uh, in which part of the world? Uh, how does it work, actually? Okay. Um, I'd say that most of our raw materials come from Europe, we source from Italy, from Spain, from South Germany, from France, Swiss, and uh, UK. So uh, this is uh, these are our main uh, so, uh, markets for uh, um, supplying uh, raw hides. Uh, also, I would like to uh, emphasize the point that we uh, process about. Now, 80, 90% of uh, uh, 
fresh raw hides. That means that they come directly from uh, slaughterhouses. Th- and that's, can, uh, uh, that's important because uh, we are able to uh, reduce uh, the environmental impo- uh, impact coming from uh, uh, salting. Mm, okay, I get it. Um, what makes your company and your product stand out of the others? It looks like Groupe Odani is very ahead of the game when it comes to sustainability uh, in the leather world. Uh, t- can you tell us what makes you stand? What makes you stand out of the others? Uh, I say that uh, first of all, the overall approach to sustainability. Yeah. Uh, I think that uh, this, this is a distinguished. Uh, uh, feature of uh, Danny Led. Uh, the uh, another f- element is that uh, we are uh, we are able to manage uh, various technologies in leather processing, and so we are able to master different tanning uh, t- technologies, different finishing technologies, and this means that we are able to supply a wide range of leather for various markets. And there, uh, there are very few tanneries in the world that have uh, such uh, a range of uh, leathers. Uh, also, we, uh, we process uh, uh, our leather from, raw, uh, from the raw stage. That means that we know what chemicals are used and uh, we are able to make all quality uh, controls during the process in order to guarantee the uh, final quality of leather. And uh, also, I, I think that uh, we have also to thank people that uh, work in uh, Dani because uh, uh, their versatility uh, and their passion is uh, probably uh, the most important ingredient to make uh, a uh, success recipe. Consider that within Dani uh, work people from uh, 20 countries and uh, we have been able to, uh, to mix uh, different culture, different uh, vision of the world, uh, different competences, uh, different, different histories. Mm. And can you tell us what, has been, what have been the results of uh, your sustainable strategy in terms of social and environmental impacts uh, uh, but maybe also on the financial side. Uh, okay. Can you give us some figures, maybe? Okay. For instance, uh, from a quantitative uh, point of view or perspective, we have reduced uh, uh, pollutant uh, emissions in uh, the atmosphere, such as uh, we have reduced uh, volatile organic substances from uh, 70% uh, starting from uh, f- six years ago. That means uh, a reduction of environmental cost. We also reduce, have been able to reduce water consumption. At present, uh, the quantity of water we use for a kilo of raw hides is uh, about 22 liters for kilogram. That means that we are at the same level of uh, best available techniques at a European level. Uh, also, uh, we have been able to enter some customers that uh, consider uh, sustainability as a sort of a prerequisite. Uh, I have uh, remarked uh, uh, a very 
fast pace in the last two years uh, uh, the importance of sustainability. Uh, there are some automotive uh, automakers that uh, have uh, added uh, sustainability uh, as a, a, an important evaluation point when uh, supplier submit offers. Uh, also, we have been able to be <clears throat> considered by some important brands because through all activities we have been able to carry out, um, Dan is perceived as a proactive and low-risk firm. So, for instance, uh, we got it uh, the um, Blue Angel uh, uh, label, and that's uh, that allows uh, that allowed us to enter new customer in the uh, German market. Uh, also through um, the recovery of uh, byproducts, we have reduced the cost of about 10% of, uh, um, of disposal. Uh, this, when, uh, when we consider the uh, advantages of sustainability, we have uh, been, uh, we have uh, both uh, qualitative and, I'd say, strategic advan uh, advantages and also quantitative operational um, advantages. Mm -hmm. Excellent. Thank you very much. Um, what is, is the future of your company when it comes to sustainability? Are you gonna, I guess you're going <laughs> to carry on in that direction, but what are the big projects coming, uh, coming uh, in, the, in the next um, few years? Okay. I think that the uh, real goal is to be able uh, to consider the three uh, circle or the three legs of sustainability at the same time when we make investments. So uh, even at a board level to consider economic, social, environmental impact of uh, strategic plans, uh, strategic decision. I think that one, uh, there are two main goals I'd like uh, we will be able to reach. The first one is to become a sort of carbon neutral uh, tannery. Uh, we are working to an ISO standard that is uh, the uh, 14064 standard in order to uh, establish a system that will allow to become a carbon neutral tannery. The other is to uh, increase the cooperation, uh, the initiative with some of our customers uh, in order to um, establish projects uh, uh, which two main goals. The first one is to reduce the um, natural resources consumption in a supply chain perspective. And the other one is to be able to, is to, be able to offset some of these emissions. These are, from uh, the environmental point of view, the, uh, the two uh, main guidelines uh, we will uh, try to, uh, to work uh, during the, uh, the next two years. Also, uh, I, think, I think that we will be able to uh, have a certified um, energy management system in order to reduce energy consumption. And also uh, from the uh, social perspective, I hope that we will be able to increase the competences of uh, 
people that work in Dani uh, through uh, training. And uh, uh, I refer to uh, specific technical competences and also soft skill. The other is to increase the number of uh, projects uh, to support families uh, of uh, people working in Dani. We started a couple of years ago a project called the Convenzioni Project that uh, make easier the uh, access to a, a series of services to the families of uh, people working in Dani. Let's say uh, medical analysis, let's say uh, books uh, from, for school and so on. I hope uh, that uh, we will be able to give uh, an increase uh, to increase the number of uh, this kind of initiative and also to uh, work uh, more and more with local uh, organization that uh, um, and I refer to non-profit organization that are based in the, this area we started a uh, cooperation uh, which, with a cooperative called Moby Dick and uh, uh, there are uh, some guys that work, uh, that uh, uh, manufacture some small uh, pieces of leather that becomes uh, bulls, that becomes uh, uh, as a key and uh, I, I think that also, I, I hope that, and I'm sure that we are going to increase this kind of initiative. Uh, and this is why uh, when we talk about sustainability and first of all, Mr. Giancarlo Dani uh, tell, uh, tell us to consider these three uh, aspects of uh, a firm activity. Yes, excellent. Um How can the, the labor industry accelerate its sustainable revolutions? Uh, I think that uh, oh, there can be uh, some uh, guidelines. Uh, first of all, no, not first of all, one, we have to be uh, proud of our sector. We have to be proud of uh, what of our work and we have to increase our effort to reduce uh, consumption of natural resources, to reduce uh, the pollution load. But we have to be aware that uh, also uh, today we, are, we have an important role in the circular economy framework. We have also to uh, increase uh, specific competences uh, that uh, at present are not so uh, widespread. I think that's... Uh, Tenneries, especially the most important tenneries that work uh, within a global supply chain in the brand industry or in automotive industry, have to be able to uh, have uh, within uh, uh, them some competence in life, uh, such as a life cycle assessment methodology, uh, some uh, or. Um, as a sustainability report can be uh, written, can be communicated. Uh, I think that we have also to improve the awareness of uh, people that, what, that work in the tannery as to environmental and safety on work impact of their um, daily uh, activities. And uh, for 
most of the tennis that um, are uh, sm small and medium-sized enterprises, uh, I think that uh, association, in the, uh, industrial association or uh, public body can be an important role to help them to uh, get to have this kind of competencies or to share this kind of competencies. Uh, for instance, uh, uh, within Arzignano, a couple of years ago, started a two-year school, um, a two-year course after the high school in order to uh, prepare uh, green leather manager, so the manager of tomorrow. And uh, I think that, that that is important that this kind of people that will enter the tannery in uh, one year, in uh, a couple of years, have uh, not only technical competencies, but uh, uh, environmental competencies or uh, of other type, because they uh, will, uh, they are a sort of the future of this uh, sector. And probably the last one is, uh, it will be important to have a sort of a, a managerial approach to the uh, management of tenneries. Mm. Okay. Um, so let's move uh, quickly to the quick rapid fire question okay. answers. Um, question, sorry. What do you want to close the door to, to the leather industry? Uh, I'd say that uh, I'd like to call, close the door to statements that are not based on data or scientific uh, methodologies. Uh, within mm. our sector, or when people talk about uh, sustainability in uh, the leather sector, I think that they should uh, start considering facts, data, and so on, not uh, uh, only um, very uh, emotive uh, uh, consideration. All right. What do you look at to get inspired? Uh, I look to uh, different industries uh, because um, uh, it's uh, always interesting to see what other sector, let's say, textile, but also um, information technology or mechanical, what uh, other sectors are dealing with the sustainability uh, matters. And also I follow courses, I read... Uh, I read um, books and so on. Hmm. Um, what is the last piece of clothes you bought? Uh, I said that the last one is a, a pair of shoes uh, uh, clearly uh, in leather. Cool. Um, who is the personality you would like to listen to in this podcast? Uh, if I can, uh, if uh, we talk about um, an entrepreneur, I'd like to hear Brunello Cucinelli. Uh, it, he is a, an Italian uh, uh, entrepreneur that has uh, founded Cucinelli. And uh, it, he is a, an excellent example of how you can uh, develop in the long term, in the long term, uh, a firm considering uh, sustainability respect of people uh, and of the environment as a sort of uh, core of our management. Also, I'd like uh, 
here a, a couple of uh, uh, professors that uh, uh, work in sustainability. One of them is uh, Jeffrey Sachs, that also worked for the United Nations Organization. And the other one is an Italian economist uh, whose name is uh, Mariana Mazzucato, which, uh, whose research in the field of uh, inclusion and innovation are really interesting. All right. Thank you so much uh, for, your, for your time and for sharing all this information. I hope you had a, a good moment. Um, I see you soon. Take care and uh, see you uh, on next uh, Première Vision. Bye-bye. Okay. Uh, Adrien, thank you for, uh, for your interview, for the possibility to give, uh, to give me to talk about the tenery I work uh, with. And um, I hope uh, that uh, my answer... Uh, are not uh, through uh, too generic uh, and uh, I hope to give have given a contribution to this kind of topics thank I you I think you did thank you so much bye bye thank you so much for listening to our podcast till the end if you want to support this initiative subscribe on whatever podcast platform you follow just click on the subscribe button rate it five stars and leave us a comment on Apple Podcasts And don't forget to share the podcast on your favorite social media. Thank you for listening to Smart Creation, the podcast, an invitation to explore the potential of sustainable fashion. 